Welcome to this episode of Content to Cashflow with Olivia Lee. Today's episode is all about the history and evolution of content marketing. If you want to become a better content marketer, knowing the history of how different companies have been using content and turning them to cash flow for their business will be one of the best case studies you can learn from. So today, let's talk about the history of content marketing, how it's evolving in the age of technology, and what they all have in common for us to take away from and start implementing for our business. Content is more than just a square on our Instagram feed, right? It's anywhere from blog article, ebook, infographic, personal brand website, movie, brochure, email newsletter, YouTube video, and podcast episodes like this one that you're listening to, and many, many more. When people hear the word content creator now, they tend to picture this savvy Instagrammer who takes beautiful photos of brunch menus and creates sponsored posts. But it's actually much, much more than that. So let's hop on a time machine together and jump into the rich history of content marketing. Going all the way back to 1732, Benjamin Franklin published Poor Richard's Almanac that contained useful and entertaining content to attract new customers, give value to them, and at the same time, promoting his printing business. And in the 1900s, Michelin develops the Michelin Guides to promote the usage and maintenance of vehicles and providing guidance on lodging, food, and etc. for drivers who are traveling. Now, as you're aware, the Michelin Guides, or Michelin Stars, are more known for their prestigious rating that a restaurant can earn for its deliciously small portion pretty food. In 1904, Jell-O created a recipe book using Jell-O products and distributed free copies door-to-door. That later contributed to sales over $1 million in two years. Just two years. That's amazing. And have you ever wondered where the term soap operas came from? Well, that's from Procter & Gamble, who was one of the first companies to sponsor daytime radio drama series in the 1930s to advertise their products to housewives who were watching at the time. Hence the term soap opera, originating from the radio dramas being sponsored, well, by soap manufacturers. And Hasbro Toy Company partners with Marvel to create G.I. Joe comic books that later started toy marketing. And Marvel Studios is now one of the biggest American media franchises on a series of superhero films. But before I geek out too much about superhero films, let's move on. Lego launches Brick Kicks magazine that's now known as the Lego Club magazine. And later they filmed the movie... The Lego Movie. And it couldn't be more straightforward than that, creating a whole movie featuring their own products and putting their name on the title of the movie. I could go on and on about how content marketing was used in the past, but I decided to choose some of my favorites because the list goes on and on and on. And then in the early 2000s, the term content marketing came about. Now let's talk about how content marketing is changing in the age of technology. With the World Wide Web being available, 
which is the global information medium that we all access using the computers, in 1989, it became tremendously easier for us to spread our message globally. I was an infant at this time, so I don't have a personal experience, but AOL Instant Messenger in 1997 made it possible for people to communicate online in real time. And then the rise of social media, like MySpace, Friendster, good times, right? (laughs) Facebook and YouTube, Twitter, etc. made it easier for us to share our message around the world using the internet. For example, blender manufacturer Blendtec started this video series on YouTube called Will It Blend in 2006 and received over 200 million views and probably gave inspiration to those satisfaction videos on random things being pressed. I'm not sure if you guys watched those on Instagram, but there was a video series that Blendtec first started on YouTube about Will It Blend? You should look it up if you haven't seen it. And there's also this energy drink company that kept me alive during my college days. Red Bull started a multi-platform media company called Red Bull Media House in 2007 on a mission to inspire with beyond the ordinary sports, culture, and lifestyle entertainment that all lead back to their product, Red Bull. I'm sure you've seen the two Red Bull logo on many live events and more. And then there's Dollar Shave Club, who created a variety of video content that went absolutely viral because they promoted it through social media. And they share these clever brochures in each subscription box that shares entertaining yet helpful information on shaving and self-care and beyond. It's kind of like the Poor Richard's Almanac, but for toilet time. How do I know this? Yes, I subscribe to Dollar Shave Club so I could experience and learn directly from their marketing all the while keeping my legs smooth. For discount, use my code Olivia. (laughs) I'm just kidding. And as you're probably aware, many, many more companies hopped on content marketing online. Coke and Pepsi are constantly poking fun at each other. Wendy's is well known for its no-filter witty comments on Twitter. And too many more for me to cover in just one episode. So let's go over what do all the content marketing that all of these big companies that we recognize have in common. First, they give value. Jello provided free recipes and educated their audience on how to use Jello in two new recipes. Blendtec's Will It Blend series entertained the audience watching things getting blended in their blender, which is the product that they sell. And Red Bull was inspiring their audience that with their energy drink, you can achieve anything, including pulling all-nighters during finals week. And second, they raise awareness by making content revolve around the product and the service that they offer. And third, they're all creating content that turns to cash flow. Jello recipe books get people to buy their product so that they can try making those recipes given in the book. And people buy the Blend Almost Anything blenders after watching it in Will It Blend series, and so on and so forth. 
So as you heard today, content marketing has been around for centuries and has been constantly evolving as technology advances daily. Big companies that we all know have done it and are continuing to find new ways to do it in order to attract new customers into buying their products or services. So I hope you enjoy this brief yet fun first episode of Content to Cashflow. I really geek out about the different marketing strategies that companies use and really believe that we have a lot to take away from them. So I just wanted to share some fun stories of different companies using content marketing. um, Hopefully you're able to take some key takeaways from this today's episode. And if you could kindly take a few seconds to subscribe to the show and leave a kind rating, it'll really encourage me and help me to get the show name out and to keep on going. And in the next episode, I'll be talking about the reasons why people aren't listening to your content. So if you're an entrepreneur who's been stuck in that cycle of creating content, hearing crickets and seeing no conversion, you definitely don't want to miss next week's episode. Thank you so much again for tuning in and I will see you next week on Content to Cashflow with Olivia Lee.